I'm Nicole Wakeland. And I'm Eileen Falkenberg-Hull. And this is Fast Women, brought to you by Newsweek. We travel the world, stay in the best hotels, drive the newest cars, and have off-the-beaten-path adventures. And we're going to tell you all about it. Let's buckle up and hit the road. Let's hit the road. Angry Eileen. Damn it. Hit the road. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, everyone, it's us again. Nicole and Eileen. We're back. We are back. Back again, as it were. Back, back. again. And we're going to start off, we're, we're talking a really down market episode. I mean, it, sometimes you have to really lay it out there for the people, for the people's cars. For the regular people, the normal people, the, normal, the average The budget Joe, conscious. The budget conscious. So we're going to start talking about a really budget conscious brand today. I think it's only right. We spent so much other time talking about things like Toyotas. Mm-hmm. We really need to talk about something that really speaks to the people. It speaks to the people like, you know, Aston Martin. Because it speaks to the people like James Bond. So, yeah, we, we spent some time with Aston Martin over the last few months. Yeah, it's been it's been Aston Martin filled the uh, last couple months. And I have to say on that account, I have no complaints. No. I, I do mm-hmm. not ever wish to have time other than in an Aston Martin. If anybody's listening, they'd like to give me an Aston Martin. That's fine. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's I'm, I'm an equal opportunity employer, but I do enjoy my time in an Aston Martin. Yes, although it is a car if you ever drive one, um, because we are fortunate to drive one, because really, these are like quarter million dollar cars. This is not the kind of thing yeah. <laughs> the person is driving. And you drive one, and even us driving, I was like, wow, I'm driving a quarter million dollar car. Um, you can't just drive an Aston Martin and think, I'm going to the grocery store. It's like, I'm going to the grocery store, and I'm prepared to spend 15 minutes talking to random strangers in the parking lot about my car. Yes, because whenever you take it somewhere, people are always looking at you. I mean, they're sexy cars. They're beautiful They're beautiful cars. cars. And yeah, and it's, you just, you want, it's, it's a car, like we were talking about the BMWs a couple episodes ago. Yeah. It's like cars, they make cars you want to keep driving. Yes. That's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. You get stuck in traffic in one of these and not only are there people taking pictures of your car as you're stopped in traffic, they're waving, they're giving you a thumbs up. Other performance cars that suddenly now look like cheap knockoffs are waving you like, thumbs up, I'm in my, you know, $100,000 car and now it's cheap because yours is a quarter million, you know, so. And I like that you don't see Aston's everywhere. You don't. You, you really don't. don't. You get into it, you know it's special. And it's not It's not the most up-to-date technologically, right? No, but that's not what you're driving in Aston. Right, you're right. Driving, there's the, the thing about a luxury car is that it feels intensely like the, the leather seats and the hand-stitching and everything is just over the top in the best way. But it's one thing to drive a car that's just, you know, expensive. It's another thing to drive a car like an Aston Martin. They're in a completely different... It's a different world. world, and you don't realize it till you get into it. So that's the yeah. same way my husband was the first time I ever had him riding next to me in a Rolls Royce. He was always yeah. like, "Oh, Rolls Royce," rah, rah, rah. and then you and he got it when he was like, "Oh, yeah, oh okay, Rolls Royce to the carpet. They have those lambs wool." The, the extra plush carpeting. The, the carpeting is like three inches thick. It's oh, it's, it's tremendous. And I, like, more than anything, and I didn't, just so you know, Rolls Royce, I did not. I just wanted to take off my shoes and be like, oh my gosh, what does this feel like? Like, I could stand having a rug made out of the, the oh, lambs wool carpeting from a Rolls Royce yeah. in my house. It would probably be a thousand, like a million and a half thousand dollars. Right. That's an exact figure. That's an exact figure. A million precise. and a half thousand dollars. <laughs> it would be so expensive, but it would be so It's so expensive, you can't even think straight. Yeah, yeah, um, it, it would be amazing. Yeah. But anyway, back to Aston Martin. So, Aston Martin. So We've had a lot of time in Aston Martin. The first bit of time that we had with them was actually after the LA Auto Show. I had to think for a second. I'm like, it yeah. was at, that was our first, we had a big stretch. We've driven them before, but we, of recently. So we 
got to drive it from Los Angeles to Palm Springs. And Aston Martin sort of said, do you want the keys to the car to drive it to Palm Springs? And when Aston Martin says, do you want the keys to a car? That's where you stop. You just say yes. You just say yes. You just say yes. They could say anywhere. Would you like to drive to the local 7-Eleven? Sure. It doesn't matter. Yes. (laughs) You offer me the keys to an Aston Martin, I will drive it wherever you would like me to drive it. Well, and the first thing we did, so we get the keys to this beautiful red DBS Superleggera. You know, it's it's a 715 horsepower sports car. 715. 715. That's more than a Hellcat. Like, for those of you who are a muscle Yeah, a Dodge Charger Challenger Hellcat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. 211 mile power top speed. We didn't hit that, I promise. We did not. We really did. 3.4 seconds zero to 60 time like it's, it's a honed in precision machine mm-hmm. so you and I immediately take it to a advertising shoot for a video shoot for deodorant yes so we found a pie place and we're like we're gonna go get pie and as we go to get the pie place it's like wait they're videoing stuff I understand you have this like production you're trying to make but there's pie but to be clear we also went to go get pie at nine o'clock in the morning which you know that's a very specific skill set you and I have is to find pie shops all over town it's kind of what we like to do pies of all kind we don't discriminate pie is good pie is good so we went to go find pie we found a cereal milk pie which sounds kind of gross sounds kind of gross it does but it's like a cheesecake like pie but it tastes it had some I had fruit loops in it but it had like this cheesecake Fruit Loops thing. It was so good. Yeah. Oh, it was like breakfast, right? Because it's Fruit Loops. It's healthy. It's nutritious. It's cereal. Kids eat cereal. I should have pie for breakfast. That is both healthy, nutritious, exactly. and delicious. And then we got to watch them film what I believe was a secret deodorant commercial, not in English. No, and it, and we saw them film it like they tried to film. I mean, they must have done. I've never thought a commercial was this com- like complicated to film. But literally, this woman just walks in and talks about how she's not sweating and walks into the pie shop, and that's like sort of where it sort of cuts. And it was like, what are you guys on? Like, take five hundred and forty-two. Like, we ate our pie. We're done. We're leaving. They're still doing the same thing. She over was doing a lot of walking in the same over direction constantly. I did enjoy though because there was a mask mandate in LA during that time. Yes, that in between every take they kept having to take their masks on and off to walk just across the street yeah. to each other and it was it was really something it was um, a complicated thing to it watch. was very complicated Although the production crew was super nice they it were was, lovely for us and completely interrupting their shoot like and sitting there and eating pie right? while they were all trying to do their jobs and there were other people going in but we're like can we still get pie are we all he's like oh yeah sure just go ahead get your pie and come back out he's like these women have showed up in an aston martin all they want to do is eat pie we just want pie we just want pie, just want pie. So, so that was our first thing that we did we went and got pie in our very fancy see Aston Martin like one does and watch the shoot because LA like one does well and then we had hours right so they were like you don't have to be back to Palm Springs till 5 p.m and people who've driven that or if you haven't driven it you know it's like maybe two and a half hours on a bad traffic day to get to Palm Springs Um, but we had literally like eight hours to kill so naturally what did we do we went to go seek out more pie. Yes. Because, why, like, why would you not? Because on that stretch of pie, there a stretch of pie. That stretch of pie highway. <laughs> so on that stretch of we so we we head out for more pie on our on our track and we we did see and this is where Eileen and I are both gonna go to hell. So there was there was an accident on the highway as we were driving. We were not involved, but we saw this accident and it was quite, We saw the remnants of the accident. The reason we were gonna go straight to hell is because we're laughing. I'm like, what did they hit a confetti truck? I don't know what they hit what the it accident. It must have been was. a party planner. But there's like confetti. And there was confetti flying through the air. Was, there were streamers. There were balloons. It was it was like a clown car full of party the exploded. Strangest now, accident ever. It was not. I will say this: the car looked intact. The yes. people were not being transported to the hospital. Everybody looked safe. But in that moment, when you pull up, 
it's, it's such to such an occasion. Your first thought is me like, oh my god, what happened? Is everybody okay? And then you're like, and the authorities were already there. Like yes. to be clear, this was all being taken it care of. It was all there. well, but it looked care. like there had been a party on the highway, <laughs> and it was just like, like what? What? I've I've seen. I mean, we've all seen so many accidents in our lives. And you always right. you always look great. You always you're, you're trying not to break your neck when you turn. This is always right. what they say. But like we were just like, what has happened? There was colored confetti. Everywhere. And we couldn't find anything. There was one car that we could see that was involved in the accident. The woman actually was still in it. She yeah. looked like it was not like this horrible, gory thing. But we're like, where, where is the confetti car? Because she was driving like a Honda Civic or something. Well, she is not the confetti car. Where, we where did where... this come from? Where did somebody like release like, like, um, like when you have the jet seat and it goes up out of the jet, right. like, like that, this extraction mode, like party, party accident mode. Just, and it was like the entire highway. So that was our very surreal. Like, what is what? What are we driving through? What party has happened? Then you're like, we've had pie for breakfast. We've driven through an accident party. What does this day hold for I know. us? And it's only like 10 a.m., right? <laughs> so, if we had only known. Yes. <laughs> so, so we had our pie, we had our confetti, and then we continued on towards Palm Springs. What was our next stop? Where did we stop? We went to Julian Pie Company, oh, as right. one does. Okay. I mean, we went tremendously out of our way. Okay, yeah, just <laughs> to be clear, Julian Pie Company was not on our way, but we had so much time. And if you've ever experienced Julian Pie Company, then you know you're like, well, heck yes, of course you went out of your way. So Julian Pie Company is what, like 90 minutes outside of San Diego? Maybe about. It sounds so it's about kind right. of like this weird triangulation with the LA area and Palm Springs, where it's closer to San Diego, but it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Like it, but to get there, good driving roads, super fun, so really good. So we go there quite frequently for drive programs to dr- test out these cars because it's close to major cities, but you can get there and back in a day. They've got some good restaurants, and it's like the but drive. they also have pie. And it is like I'm not kidding you, people. It is the best pie. I know your grandma makes a really great, you know, pumpkin pecan pie or something at Thanksgiving, but her pie is not as good as Julian. Julian pumpkin pie? Pe- pecans or together? Pumpkin, no, pumpkin or pecan. I should like an or. A pumpkin I was going to say, pie, grandma's got some weird recipes. <laughs> pumpkin <laughs> or pecan or whatever the heck pie she makes. Not as good as Ju- Julian pie is the best it is the best. It was so good. We once actually went on a program where we they said, well, do you want to take a pie home? And we're like, we sort of like, how? Okay, sure. I'm going to manage to take a pie all you the can way get home. Them, you can get them both fresh and frozen. Yes. So we took a pie home. I took a pie. I, I cherished this little pie. I got it all the way from there back to the East Coast. And the best part is going through security. Yes. The guy's like, I'm like, I just want to make sure my pie makes it through the belt. And he literally puts things. He's like, we're not going to ruin the Julian pie. Like half the They get so t- excited when you go through the San right? Diego airport with a Julian pie. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, you went to Julian. So we're not making this up. The TSA folks. It's a legit thing. I got to New York City, which is where my plane change was. I walk into the Sky Club, and the guy at the Sky's like, oh, you came from San Diego. You have Julian Pie. Like, I'm all the way across the country. I'm like, you cannot have it as mine. I've gotten it so yes. close to home. Yes. And that's, yeah. So, and then you and I were sending pictures back and forth that day. Because I'm like, did your pie make it to New York? You're like, yes. did your pie make it to Atlanta? Yeah. So, yeah, it is, it is a thing, and it is worth it if you are ever in that area, if you want to go for a good drive, and if you don't want to go for a good drive and just take the highway and go get pie, right. highly recommend it as but well. But it is fantastic driving roads. If you take the side roads, which mm-hmm. is why we know about this, because like she said, countless automakers have put this in as a drive stop where we'll like do a partner change. So you drive there, I drove back kind of thing. But then you get to have a little pie and coffee break. And you say is, little, like we're just having a little pie. I we're know. not just having a little I'm pie. a huge piece of pie yeah, 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 yeah. with ice cream on top. Let's be real. And so you have that and it is... But the driving out there, it's its its lovely scenery. It's these nice twisty roads. And you have a car that's an Aston Martin that is a performance car that has 700, what do we say, 715 horsepower? 715 horsepower. 715 horsepower that you can really take advantage of the hand.
handling and the craftsmanship that went into making that car, and it is absolutely glorious. Driving. So speaking of handling and craftsmanship, we also stopped at a pastrami place. Oh so my gosh! The Hat World Famous Pastrami, I believe that's what it's called. It said World Famous Pastrami. We'd never heard of it, and the minute it I says World Famous, it, you have to go. So I'm like World Famous Pastrami. She's like, I'm on it, and we're like already. She's redirecting. I'm, us. I am. I am on my phone um, as Nicole is driving, making sure that we, in fact, are able to savor the flavor of the world, of famous, the world pastrami. famous pastrami because you must go. It says world so famous. So we go to the world famous pastrami. First of all, it looks like the building in every way, shape, and form. And I don't know if we were like at the original location, but it looks like the building has not changed markedly since it was built in 1970. It's got all this faux wood, like the wood paneling it's, thing. It's, it's everything you want out of like, remember the old McDonald's was like, yes. but wood. Yes. Yeah. So, it, so it has that like, okay, they've been around long enough that they looked like this. And there's still people. Like, there's a lot of people coming and going. So we got a sandwich. They were huge. They were enormous. They and were- it was cheap. Like, it was like, what, like, maybe like... 10 or 12 bucks per Super person. Super cheap for this yeah. gigantic sandwich. And did you feel like it was worth the world famous moniker that it had? You know what? I have to say this. My heart for pastrami goes to New York City. Mm. When not in New York City, my heart for pastrami goes to Cleveland, Ohio. I know. That's Cleveland, a Ohio? Cleveland, Ohio. Corky and Lenny's. Corky a name you will write on your heart once you go there. Oh, God. Now I got to go to Cleveland? Well, thanks. Now I got to go to Cleveland. It's a lovely... Cleveland's <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Um, but yeah, no, no, Corky and Lenny's, Cleveland, Ohio. I love Corky and Lenny's. Um, I've been going there since I was a kid. It, it, wow. Really good pastrami there. Um, really good pastrami in New York City, obviously. You kind of feel like that's what they do at the deli there. That's the thing. Um, but, you know, world famous, I could see how... I will say this. California's... California, sometimes Californians think of themselves as being in their own little world. So I could see how world famous could, you know, go toward the Californian uh, thing. You know, I will say this, I would not veer away from it. It was good. You know, it's a commitment to pastrami. Like, a foot-long pastrami is a sandwich is a commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot of meat. Like, it's a lot of meat for your buck. It was a lot, yeah. So it was it was tasty. It was a good sandwich. And I don't know that it was world-famous if you lived in, apparently, Cleveland or New York. But it is definitely worth a stop if you happen to wander by. And another place that's worth a stop is this hotel we stayed in, where we get some really cool things on our door, but we'll talk about that when we get back from the break. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. So we're back and now we're at a fancy pants hotel. And it's it's not even it's like French. It's not le, it's not the horizon. It's le horizon. Le apostrophe. Well, and it's it's very secluded. So you drive along the road in Palm Springs to get mm-hmm. there, and it's like it's between the hedges, between two ferns. Right. And you it, will find the hotel. Two ferns, and you don't. It's one of those things. If you don't know what's there, you're blazing by it, and which realizing. is kind of the appeal, right? Like it's a secluded oasis where you can see a couple's getaway, or maybe right. you know if you're in a couplehood, you don't like your partner, and you want to get away to a secluded weekend. <laughs> it would be an ideal hotel for. I don't recommend. I'm just saying. It, yeah. And it's small. It's it's it is another boutique hotel. It's it's little bungalows that you stay in. So it's not as if they have 
500 guests there. I don't but super mid-century modern bungalows. Really and authentic. Mm-hmm. Authentic. It's not like this old... It's not like it's from the 40s. They're trying to make it look modern. Yeah. Century modern, mid-century modern. It is truly mid-century modern. It's just been kept up and very nice. It's beautiful. It's this beautiful pool. And there's an outside little bar situation by the pool. It's like it's a little village. It's a little village. And then the coolest thing is that you get to take this with you. So on each door, they have a little... Is it brass? I don't know. A little gold I think it's like a black brass plaque. That they've yeah. engraved. And it will say your name, like mine said, the Wakeland Bungalow. Yeah, and mine, they fit my entire name on the and plaque. And they spelled it right. And they spelled it right, and so I will forever cherish that moment. Yes, and, and you've been there a couple times, so you have a couple plaques. I have several Wakeland plaques, although I did give one to my uh, brother-in-law's wife for a thing. I gave it to her, so she has a Wakeland plaque, I Does she hang it on their bedroom door so that he knows where to go? You know, I don't often go to John and Susan's bedroom door, so I'm not really sure. <laughs> However, next time you're there, next you let me know. Like, Susan, I gotta check something, I'll be right back. Um, <laughs> but, so you have, so you get to take this little plaque, which is just kind of fun, because what are they gonna do with a plaque that says your last name on it? Like, it's not like they can use it again. So, um, yeah, so they, ha- and it's a lovely hotel. Uh, the only thing that they don't like, so they're bungalows, you know, like one story things. It's like a ranch house. It's like, a, yeah, yeah, think like little ranch houses. And there's glass in the bathroom and there's a, the shower is inside, but it's all glass and there's this very tall privacy wall. You say very tall. It's not as tall as one might hope. Okay. So we, I was there for another event and I actually said, I, I feel super self-conscious because I feel as if people can see right over the top of this and I'm sure they can't because the hotel would not do that. But then as a joke, like one of my colleagues, I'm like, I'm going to go inside. I'm just going to stand fully clothed in the shower. I want to see if you can. And not with it running, right? Not with it running. Okay. And he literally just pops his head right over the top. Like, he stands on his tiptoes. He's like, yep, we can... T-. I'm like, oh my God, how am I ever going to take a shower here now? So that's... There's three... There are four hotels now in California that I've had that issue with. Where I either worry about privacy. So... That one, the Lurize. Um, the Pendry in San Diego, in which you shower in a glass case inside your actual bedroom. Yes, which, which is I don't so like being weird. on display. Listen, even if you're by yourself, you're like, I'm in a glass <laughs> case inside my bedroom showering. Um, the Rancho Valencia. Yes, they Where do you have thing. an entire room that is, you're in the middle in a shower mm. glass chamber mm-hmm. surrounded by walls of mirrors around mm-hmm. you. And can I tell you, at 5.30 in the morning, wanna... there are not that many angles I need to be seeing no. myself at, especially when I'm bending over to soap my I feet. I feel like you don't really, it's it's a little bit odd. Yes. It's just not, it's not where my head is at at that time of day. And so I usually, when I'm at Rancho Valencia, I shower without the lights on. Um, <laughs> but then, so you've got Lorizon, you've got Rancho Valencia, you've got the Pendry, and then, oh, when I was at the, uh, was it Ball and so- Ball and Bardenessa? Bardenesso? Bardenessa Resort oh, in Napa Valley, where we had the Nissan Leaf launch all those years ago. Yeah. That was a while ago. And that was, yes. And, yeah. And so that also has the same sort of all-glass shower, which could be wonderful if you have, like, all sorts of privacy, but not a huge fan of, like... Yeah. Yeah, it's, I... It, it's one of those things, right? Like, you're like, if somebody else has to clean it, I suppose, and it's private, it could be okay. But like, in my house... No, no not absolutely not. not. No. So that was my weird quirky thing. I like, and I could still. I, I love the place. It's beautiful. The service is top notch. It has that nice secluded feel to it. But still, you have to be okay with the fact that you're looking outside at like you know the sky and the palm trees, and you sense that if someone tall walks by, they're gonna be like, "Hey, nice butt!" Like they're gonna see you. <laughs> you hope that's what they you say. You hope they say that. Nice like, maybe you need to go. Yeah, to exactly. Go back yeah. to the gym again. <laughs> I just, I, I, no, I want, I want my bathroom to have a door that closes and windows with shades that's just I know it's I really high maintenance that way but that's that's what I want that's okay so we were so we were there so we went and we went from Palm Springs at the horizon yes um, we went out and then up the mountain which I don't think you and I had ever like been up that mountain together 
um, to go up to the top. I don't remember the name of that town. Do you remember the name of that town? I'm drawing a blank. Oh, it's this tiny little town. It's this wee tiny little town. A wee tiny little town. It's a wee tiny little town that apparently is in, yeah, I've taken us to Scotland. You drive up and you're going through these twisting roads and then when you get to the top of this little hill, it's this little village. It looks like something out of Idlewood. Is that right? Idlewild. 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 Yes. Which is super cute and quaint. Also, they had pie in a little place there too. Not as good as, not as good as Julian pie but you know people pie is pie um so we went there and it was this beautiful drive and there were little shops and stuff up there so we drove up there and we had what were the two vehicles we could drive we drove the dbs super legera the aston martin dbs super legera and we drove the aston martin vantage f1, f1. so we had a chance to drive both of these which so the is... f1 has the tuning that's like their f1 cars they learn things from f1 formula one racing for those of you who are huge drive to survive fans like nicole um, who promised she would watch. Now, I also still have not watched my Indiana Jones, so that yeah, con- that right? saga continues, so right? we're working on it. I have to be home. I haven't been home. I know. That's the problem. So, I have to be home for more than 35 seconds. Right, right. So, okay, so Vantage F1. So you get in that. We drove up to Idlewild. We went around... And there's a couple places on that hilly drive, which is a very good drive, but there's a couple places where you're like, oh, this is, if I've stuck here, this is where I die. Because, like, yeah. the boogeyman comes out from the woods, murders me, and we never hear from it me again. It really looks like something out of a horror movie. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a little creepy. I mean, it's, like, cool, but you do think, like, I can never stop here if this car no, breaks down. This is where I meet this, my... This, this is, is where the Blair Witch Project is hosted by my ghost. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where it happens yeah, next this time. this is where it's where yeah. it all ends. So, yeah. Vantage F1, great... Great going up the mountain, like hug the hug the mountain wall, into the toe into the corners was fantastic. Super fun in corners. But when we had it on the straights, and we were behind some friends driving at, I'll call it a clip because that sounds more legal, a clip. Um, you know, you got up to a certain speed, and you're like, this doesn't feel like it's as honed as it should be. Like yeah, the, yeah and I, I love it. Like right, it's this beautiful, it's like beautiful green color. Oh, that, like Aston Martin green. That it you're was just like gorgeous. Ooh. But then like it just it didn't feel I'm like okay. I don't want to go fast in it. I want to do precision driving in it. Yeah, and so that's the difference because DBS Super Legere, you get on the road, you're like I can go in a clip and it's fine. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a little different character to these cars, there, it, which you don't really think, you just kind of think like, oh, Aston Martin, Aston Martin. No, even within this very exclusive, very well-tuned, very elegantly designed luxury vehicle, there are differences between them. It, I, we realize most of you are probably not buying an Aston Martin, but it's interesting because you, do, you don't think just how different they've made their cars, and they each have their sort of own person that they're going for and their own ideal and their own sort of feel and vibe to it so if you were buying one i mean can you test drive an aston martin How does it I, even I feel work? like i'm sure you can but i will say this like so where we drove it we were, drove up and back to idlewild but we also drove down route 74 into palm desert mm-hmm. which is these big sloping oh, was- it's it's such a good drive so if you have i mean even if you do the classic like i rented a mustang and drove right. the coast and you go right. that is if you drive that is a driver's drive. Oh, absolutely. Drive in the middle of the day when there's not a lot of traffic, but that those sloping roads and the way that slopes, you get into that, and then you get down the desert, and you're just like, I have arrived in Palm Springs. Yes. It's, like, it's, it's not magical feeling, but man, is it just like going it's from, fun. you feel, you get to the bottom, you're like, I have accomplished something. I've done yeah. these, I have hit all these turns the way I should. You just get this enthusiasm for driving, driving in. So I highly recommend that if you ever do have the opportunity to rent a car, Aston Martin or otherwise. Yeah. I mean, I, you probably do it in a Fiat 500 and probably be okay it with it. It could be actually be not bad. But, um, right? Like, there's, maybe there's other things, you know, like a Sienna you might not be okay with. Like, a minivan <laughs> might be out of the question. But otherwise, um, it's fantastic. That's one of my favorite roads. Yeah. But one of the other vehicles that is an Aston Martin is the DBX. Now, we did not drive that in Palm Springs. But I just got back from driving the DBX 707, the super high-powered Aston Martin SUV in, of all places, Sardinia. Oh. 
which is one of those ways you're like, okay, no, what does Sardinia belong to? Is that, is that Italy? Is that France? Is that, you know, it, where is that? It's like one of those things where you're like, I've heard of it. They it sounds exotic. Sardinia because of sardines. I wanted to have, be related to sardines. No, but I will say that I was at, I was at a buffet in Spain. Were there sardines? They had tin <laughs> sardines stacked up on the buffet. And I was like, I, huh. Nobody, tins of I don't, sardines? tins of sardines. I can show you a picture. I took I a picture because I was like, this is, I, I would not have thought this. Ham, yes. Tins of sardines, no. But it was, it was just odd. I don't think anybody at our table ate them because I would have ridiculed them by like, oh, show me your sardine can. Like, the sardines are, they're nasty, mm. they're gross. That's people the kind of thing your grandfather eats. Like, yeah. your grandfather, your creepy uncle. I'm sorry all you people who are 22 and are eating sardines. It's creepy, they're gross, they're little. They're, they're best left on pizza or in pasta. And, and very small doses. Caesar salad. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, look at anchovies. Oh, that's anchovies, wrong thing. But, like, they're small fish. Small fish. Not little a little tiny small fish. fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Either way, tinned, tinned meat's not where I'm at. That's where we could just mm-hmm. say, all, all cases, Spam's lovely people of Hawaii, but it's not for me. So, it's, uh... And they put Spam on everything. They have Spam aisles in Hawaii. You walk yes. It's like, this is the Spam aisle. The and whole just, aisle? Yeah, yeah. yeah, the whole aisle. I mean, why not, right? The yeah. Isle of Spam. They're That's what they should have read in Hawaii. The Isle of Spam. <laughs> but we, uh, yeah, so went to Sardinia. So Sardinia is owned by Italy. Um, it is about an hour's, well, I say an hour's plane ride. It's a scheduled hour's plane ride. So it's, you know, a 30-minute touchdown and takeoff. Right. Um, from Rome, which I was very lucky to fly direct from Atlanta into Rome, um, where I had a seven-and-a-half-hour layover. Which is, in many ways, wow. not ideal, mm. but provided a very interesting opportunity for exploration. So let's nice. talk about exploring Italy when we get back from the break. Okay. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, and we're back. We're back. We're back in Italy. We're back in Italy. I have landed in the Rome airport, seven and a half hour layover. I have cleared customs. I have given them COVID test samples. I am, I have arrived in the EU, as it were, and <laughs> I have found my way. Now, I will say this. I knew I had a seven and a half hour layover, and so unlike my fellow travelers in the group I was with, I said, you know what? I'm not going to sit in the airport where there were no lounges open. Oh, lovely. I am not going to sit at the gate where there are 15 seats for a flight of 200. I am going to venture forth. Because how often do you have time? Like, like honestly, like, how often do you go to Rome? I don't go to Rome that often. I mean, I'd like to. It'd be fine. Right. But, I mean, I just don't go there that often. So I had seven and a half hours. And so at the Rome airport in Terminal 3, if you go, as I say, you go all the way to the right. You go to exit. You go all the way to the right. And I say all the way because it is, like, literally a half mile in the terminal. You go to <laughs> the literal end of the airport. Mm-hmm. They have secure luggage storage. It's not just lockers. They say it says lock storage. It is not. It's an actual, like, conveyor belt where they take it in the back and they assign it to your passport and it is under lock and oh, key wow. and bullet-resistant glass from the looks of it. It is, it, is, it is armed guard. So I was like, great. So for 10 euros, you can store your luggage. So I just had, like, a little backpack mm-hmm. and stored my luggage there and hopped in a taxi right outside the airport and said in the very, like, 
cliche American way, take me to the Coliseum. <laughs> and the gentleman was like, it would be my pleasure. And of course it would be his pleasure because it was, you know, a $40 cab ride, um, which was fine because I anticipated that. Um, but yeah, so I, I went and we went right to the Coliseum. He dropped me off right in the Coliseum. And then I started my like Rome adventure. Okay. And you've never been to Rome, right? Oh, no, I've been, been to Rome. Oh, you have? Oh my God. Yes. I've been to Rome two or three times. Yeah. yeah. A bunch of times I have been to Rome. So I decided to do, so our chief of staff at Newsweek um, is a fantastic band named Ryan. And he was finding out I was going and he put together the loveliest itinerary for me. Did he's you like, get all the things that he, he suggested? I did. He's like, here's your walking tour of Rome. And he gave me all the walking tour points I needed, which could have stemmed because then he also gifted me the lovely Rick Steves audiobook of all the tour sites. Oh, I love Rick And Steves. so Rick and Ryan in spirit and I Aww. toured Rome for four and a half hours. I saw, I think, most most every highlight. Okay, Eileen, did you have gelato? I did not have gelato. Eileen. I also did not have pizza. Eileen. I was busy sightseeing. The Vatican called. I did not have time to answer food. I did make time for an Aperol spritz. Okay. (laughs) Because it was warm. So they have the, so they have the, I mean, there's gelato everywhere and Italian gelato is very much not what you get in 99% of the places that you get gelato in the U.S. It tastes different. It really does. You gotta try it. But they have this place called Amarino Trevi and they give you the, the gelato is like shaped like a little rose and if you get like two flavors the petals are different flavors and it's like this that sounds so, so fancy instead of a scoop it's imagine they have literally created this little rose it's the prettiest and then you gelato. just stick it in your mouth and eat it and then you just stick it in your mouth and eat it that sounds lovely though but it's beautiful so you have to go the rose gelato I love that okay. and they actually have them all over the place I, the first time I had them was in Rome because someone recommended it to mm-hmm. me and I went and it was delicious but you can get them in like New York City so maybe we'll go get it at the <gasps> auto show at the New York auto show yes we will go get we will find a we're going to go find, and that, that guarantees it's going to be, like, five degrees for no reason. Or it'll be pouring rain. pouring rain. Like, there's one or the other. And you're going to be like, yeah, I'd like some gelato. I know, it's freezing. Can I have that, please? Okay, and you fine. also have pie. I have yeah. many questions. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I went over to Rome, did the whole thing, like, walk from Colosseum to the Roman Forum. Um, I'm sure I wrote down where I went. So I went to some... P- Plaza I can't pronounce, the Archaeology Museum of Rome. And I didn't go in a lot of these places because also I only had four and a half hours. Right, and I wanted right. to literally see it all. I always tell my husband, like, I'm going places to preview them for when he and I go back together. Correct. This yeah. very much felt like that. Um, went to the Trevi Fountain. Oh, I like, did you throw the, isn't that where you throw the coin over your shoulder, You right? do, but then you, you have to have coins coin. on you. Oh, and as, as an American who only uses plastic, this is, you know, a problem. You didn't have um, gelato, you didn't have pizza, you didn't throw a coin in the No, I, I had I the, lean. I did not have the tourist authentic experience. I went, which was really cool. So, and you know this, you like in Rome, you turn a corner and literally there are ruins you've seen in history books. And then yeah. you walk into the block and you're like, that is something else I've seen it's in history so cool. blocks. It is it is unlike any other European city I've it's been really with in that beautiful. way. Because you're, really you're, you're constantly, and it's not dilapidated buildings. It is literally history. And then there's living next to it and there's also history. And it's just, it, it's so organic. Yeah. And it's just, you can, it's so cool. It's, it's a so beautiful cool. city. It is. Yeah. And the Pantheon needs a scrub. Oh yeah. It's very dark. A lot of, a lot of. Rome's buildings need a scrub. A lot of a lot of a lot of Rome needs a scrub. But I will scrub. say we somebody, love you, Rome, but you need a good scrubbing. Somebody <laughs> somebody said somebody said Rome's smelling weird, and I will say that it didn't smell weird when I was there. So if you're one of those people no, who's heard that, I, I did not feel like it smelled so weird. So I've heard people say that too, and it's bizarre because I've like I said, I've been to Rome it many times like I think it's like at least three, four, five times. Mm-hmm. I've lost track of how many times I've been there because it's a common thing I guess on trips I've done. But I've been there in the spring, I've been there in the heat of summer when you would think it would if it stunk, it would mm-hmm. stunk. It was a city. It just was... Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I don't... Yeah, I never remember thinking that. It's hot in the summer. It's hot Just in the hot. Your face melts off. 
I believe it. And there's no lot of air conditioning. There, there is no air conditioning. No. That's the, the great failing of Europe is they don't have <laughs> air conditioning or ice cubes in their water. So I don't know. I, yeah, the ice cube situation is always puzzling. I yeah. mean, I get it, but I don't get it. But yeah, I went to Parthenon, went to the Piazza Navrona, Navrona, um, the Castle of San Angelo, which was the Museum of Hadrian, and I went to St. Peter's Basilica. And nice. so like, I saw like a good swath. I walked a lot. Like, I, I walked a lot. And it was really cool. Like, one of the things that Rick Steves said on his on his audio tour was that, you know, especially, like, when you're near the Roman Forum, those streets are basalt, and the, the, the stepping stones are basalt, and they have not moved since the Romans. Right. So you're literally walking in the footsteps of Caesar Augustus. And you're walking, the, like, that's just really cool. It's cool. Like, the nerd in me is super excited that I got to do that. Yeah. Really excited. And so... I really enjoy that. I do recommend if you have it a lengthy layover in Rome, um, take advantage of it. Yeah. Like definitely though, when you go back to the airport, you need like a solid two and a half to three hours. Rome security, Rome is, a security is crazy, huge. and to get between like the domestic and the international terminal is, is a very lengthy process. Yeah, and especially if it's crowded. So highly recommend. Like you need to have at least like five to seven hours to really of a layover to make it worthwhile. Yeah. I'd recommend if you could do a layover that's overnight, that would be even better. Um, but definitely recommend Rome. And then like literally I went back to the airport, went back to the terminal, paid my 10 euros and got off. You know. got off. I like, it was, it was so easy. It was so easy just very to pick cool. up my luggage and I felt very secure with it. Yeah. And that was of course important. But then I hopped on a little, a little plane. So a I flew, plane. I flew Delta over there cause I'm a big Delta fan. I live in Atlanta. You have to fly Delta it's if you live in Atlanta. It is the mothership. Mm-hmm. So I flew on the mothership over and then I changed to a budget airline to go to Sardinia because we were a bit in the off season, like okay. a couple weeks early. So there's not a lot running in Sardinia right now. Uh huh. So we switched to a budget airline, and we had Violante Air, which, I mean, for an airline, it's clean. It was very clean. The seats were clean. uh, Everything was very clean. Okay. Um, But they they had a very, it's just, you know, like when you fly Southwest and you're used to flying Delta, it's a very different boarding process than what you normally have. And it's just, you know, it wasn't, it's just a different story. So it was interesting to kind of fly a different airline. And of course, a budget airline where there are no frills, but it's a 30 minute flight. So you're like, you know what? The $50 flight's perfectly fine. Right. And as soon as you get up in the air, you're right back down again. So right, you're right. Matter. Yeah. And so flew over there, got there, um, arrived in beautiful scenic Sardinia to pouring rain. Oh, just like the Aria. So that's your theme. So I don't want to go in a drive program with you to Europe because you bring the rain. The rain in Spain does not stay mainly in the plane. It stays it, mainly It follows Sardinia. me around like a little cloud, a little sad a cloud. A little cloud. Yeah. yeah. Eeyore. <laughs> so, so we laid in Sardinia and we, it's, it's, you know, Sardinia is beautiful. It's, it's this island of massive hills. Reminded me a lot of like St. Bart's in the Caribbean, St. Martin, where you have these big, tall hills, um, a lot of grass, a lot of, of, of these sloping hillsides, beautiful winding roads. That's, um, uh, where they filled the Spy Who Loved Me from the James Bond oh, series. Cool. So if you see the How appropriate, I know. So if you see the Lotus Esprit chase scene, um, that was all like literally the road to the hotel we stayed at. We stayed nice. at the hotel that has the dock that the Lotus Esprit goes flying off of and changes into an <laughs> aqua car. Um, did and the current version of the uh, the car that you drove turn into an aqua car? Does it? I did not go that far. I think <gasps> Aston Martin was probably very happy that I did not do that. Um, but this hotel was amazing, absolutely amazing. It's it's the Cala de Villa, I can't pronounce it. Who am I kidding? It's 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 a beautiful hotel, no matter how you pronounce it. It's the Hotel Cala de Villope. Probably. I would love to hear somebody in town. I know. I'm like, I'm like, there's I I don't know how but it is beautiful. It is absolutely like, Google it, it is freaking stunning. Um it's very cool. It doesn't look like any other hotel you've ever been in. It's actually the hotel where Princess Diana and Dodi Fayed stayed the night Aww. before they went to Paris and died. Um, so so kind of like an interesting folklore thing. Um, but beautiful hotel, beautiful scenery, um, drove the Aston Martin DBX 707. And how was that? I mean, 
it's it's a 697 horsepower performance SUV. So, so it it's awful. never going to be bad. It was awful. It, you you know, terrible, it terrible, miserable. terrible. Um, if you're budget conscious, don't recommend it. Um, no, <laughs> just kidding. Like, honestly. Um, so it's got a four four liter V8 AMG sourced engine. It's got a three second, zero to 60 time, 3.1 seconds. It rides on 23 inch wheels, which you think are going to be uncomfortable, especially in the streets. Mm. Uh, but it was not. It was not. Even on and, the cobblestone messy streets. Correct. Wow. Correct. And, and we saw our fair share of those. I'll tell you about that in just one second. But it does have this muscular, like, body kit to it. So it, it looks beefier. It's got a wider back track. It's got wider hips on it, for those of you who don't speak car necessarily. Who don't um, speak car? <laughs> like, like, a track, a track. And so it's got wider wheel, wider uh, wheel between the wheels in the back. Okay. Um, just a little bit. So it flares out a little bit. Um, so she's she's got some proportion to her. Um, Baby got back. Baby's got back. So, but it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's it's a great way to kind of revise the DBX. I wanted to say that this is what the DBX should have been the whole time, mm. quite honestly. Um, driving it, it, it's everything you want it to be, right? I get in the Lamborghini Urus as an example for a comparable price point and power and everything. And the Urus is great in a straight line. It's great for sitting in traffic in, in Beverly Hills. <laughs> It is not great to drive in a rural road. Mm-hmm. It's you could definitely tell it's got a frame source from um you know from Audi um, that hasn't really been honed for the super performance driving. It goes fast. It sounds great, but it's just not comfortable. DBX Aston Martin has honed that so the suspension, the tuning, the handling is all very comfortable and easy. You don't feel like you're compromising. So drove that. Um, I drove it. You know, a lot of the morning drove through tunnels, through through hills. Gorgeous scenery. Saw lots of wild goats and sheep and pigs, which I was not expecting. Okay. Which is kind of cool. They do like to jump out in the road at you. Oh, that's Because they can't hear a four-liter V8 coming down the road. You know, that's just a bridge too far. Um, <laughs> they probably were like, what's that rumble? It must be thunder. Time to run. Uh, so yeah, so we did all that. And then um, we switched to drive about halfway through the day. Switched to a different driver. Yes. And he took me on an adventure I will never forget. And I will tell everybody about that when we oh, get back goodness. from break. <laughs> Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We are back. I am in Italy. I have driven the Aston Martin DBX uh, 707. I've handed over the keys to my drive avoided partner. Avoided hitting goats and pigs and everything else. Yes, I have avoided hitting all livestock. all livestock. Um, this you know this this two hundred thirty five thousand dollar plus car, and I had hand the keys over. My drive partner is driving. I'm you know on my phone checking messages, doing as you do when you're a drive partner without mm-hmm. paying attention. Right. And all of a sudden, I hear him exclaim that he has missed a turn. And as one him. does, that's not uncommon. Uh, yeah, as one does. And instead of turning around, he decided to follow the navigation into a v- small village town. Oh, Lord. On a hillside. Oh, goodness. Where this cobblestone streets led us to, we'll say, regions unknown. Cobblestone streets, and the thing is with streets in Europe, what we consider like a, a street in the United States is considerably... Narrower. Lar- yeah, so, yeah, so... So you're taking this car, which is of considerable girth. Yes. Especially with the wide tracks. Yeah. And, um, and so he and I spent a solid hour trying to go about a mile through this town where we had... 
not we, very clear, this was him. He had wedged <laughs> us um, into these streets and... Did you actually get wedged? Was it awesome? We, we did not wedge. The car came back shiny side up, a small scratch on one of the wheels that okay. was kind of unavoidable. But um, it was, man, was it a practice and patience? I think I have half a head of gray hair now thanks to that. Oh my gosh, but, you um, sent one picture, so when you were on that program and you texted me a sh- picture and you said, yeah, so this is now. And I was like, oh my God, does the car act... I thought the car was actually wedged against the It does, the it wall. does. So there was at one point where I think we had less than an inch on either side of the vehicle. Oh my gosh, it was and, scary. And I will say this, this, this gentleman and I worked together as a team and we have now bonded <laughs> for life. And and we we got through it together. I am, my favorite part of that is that we were like trying to make this turn and it was one of those things you have to like back up and go forward, back up and forward because you're right. trying to get around this corner. Right. Um, and there were the three elderly gentlemen, obviously from the village on their daily walk and they were walking <laughs> with their hands behind them and their little caps and they looked adorable, quite frankly. And they come up and the guy, one guy takes his hands and he puts it out like the, as if he's visualizing the measurement of the car, yes. turns to look down the street, carries the measurements over and goes, eh, okay, you go. And I'm like, well, we don't have a choice at this point. No other direction to go. <laughs> yeah, my we friend. can't. We can't go back the direction we came. Um, but he was right, and like literally, we had like half an inch. But it, it made it. It was fantastic. Um, it was great. I uh, we made through. We made it through that turn. But um, I really so enjoyed my time. I, yeah, good. we enjoyed my time. But where? So okay. So I've been in Sardinia. I like Sardinia a lot. I need to go back. I need to go to the beach. I need to go out sunny. Um, oh, I yeah, feel like I need to like vacation there at some point. That would be a lovely place to go for a vacation. So where else have you you vacationed in Italy? I have vacationed in. Uh, I've done some vacationing in Italy um, with friends and with my family, with my kids when they were a little bit younger, um, and we did a. I, I, I did not get wedged into a street anywhere. Comma um, yet? Not yeah, comma <laughs> yet. Um, but we did. I. I we went into Rome, and I drove in Rome, which you didn't drive in Rome. And oh, that no, is, no, That is a special slice of crazy. And I realized after a short time, I said that the key to driving in Rome is you just have to drive is if you don't effing care. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I am going that way. You people get out of the way. And you just, you have to be the boldest, brashest, the thing that would get you honked at and flipped off 25 times in the U.S. and and Rome, they're just like, good, you got through the intersection. So, but so it's a little bit crazy driving in the cities. But then you come back here, you're like, I am not in Rome. You're gonna get someone's gonna get ticked off at you. you well, yeah, to, like you know. the only place I feel like you could drive like that are two places in the United States: New York, New York City, City, in Manhattan, mm-hmm. and in Philly. Downtown Philly is like a zone. They are they are nuts in Philadelphia. That is a different Philly, and it's 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 a different type of driving. Mm -hmm. It's a different type of driving. So so I've driven in Rome. Beautiful place to drive around. I love driving in Italy in general, just because it's. We were talking about how all the buildings have been there forever, and how beautiful all these buildings are, and you can be driving through the countryside and you come around a corner and suddenly the view in front of you looks like a painting, but it's not a painting. That's an actual city on an actual hill. That's a real city and people are living there and working there and they're just gorgeous everywhere you turn. And it feels like it doesn't feel like it's real. Like, okay, clearly I was stumbled onto a movie set. Nope. That's a real city, and if I keep driving there, I can probably find some more gelato to eat there, <laughs> like which and some really really good coffee that will keep me up until my flight, my entire trip is over, and I am heading back to the U.S. Yes, yeah, some good espresso. Yeah, espresso. 
You went to Tuscany a couple years ago, didn't you? I've been. I I went to Tuscany once. I went to the the place that I remember going to that I thought was so cool. It was Siena. It's, okay. It's the, I'm gonna now my turn to mispronounce Palio di Siena, where they have these this crazy horse race. So they have this town center, and it's normally like the cobblestones. They cover it with like this dirt sort of clay. Okay. And they water. I mean, it's like packed in. When you see it, it doesn't. So look it's like, like a city center. Like you have the Plaza Mayor in Madrid. And you yeah. Have like, in Brussels, they have a big exactly. central. So yeah. it's huge, and they twice uh, during the summer, twice during the summer, they have this horse race, and there's like ten different horses, one for each of the wards in the mm-hmm. city, but they're all decked out in the colors. And like, if you look in the city, in that section of the city, they have the blue and white flag with all their logo on it. And they have the green and yellow flag. Oh, so like football clubs in England, it's like, like it's the same sort of yeah, thing. But yeah, but it's like it's in one city, and there's ton of them. So like from street to street, you see these. It's oh wow! Beautiful. But the race, you're like, oh, this is gonna be a really cute race. No, it's such a crazy race. It's known for being so insane with how people get so passionate about their you know their mm-hmm. area winning that they're kind of saying like oh no you don't actually want to come here with your kids during the race because oh, wow it's that crazy like it's crazy so we were there happened to be there a couple days before and got to see all of it when it hadn't gotten to that level yet and I saw this really vivid memory of my daughter at the time here's my little mom story so we had pizza which like is delicious and amazing and she dropped her pizza crust side down but she drops her pizza on the cobblestone street and I she drops it and I'm like I go to reach it and she has picked it back up and taken the bite and I'm like and this is how my daughter dies she's gonna die from the plague on the streets but you know what she survived she's she's a thriving adult she's, today she's a teenager she's made it she's going to college I'm like but like the most and it was that slow motion moment as a parent you're like no <laughs> and you can't get the pizza fast enough. My husband's like, well, okay. What he, he once read that you eat a pound of dirt before you die. Just random things that have dirt. I'm like, well, she just got roughly half of it right there. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's not appealing. Mm-hmm. That's in the town where they were about, they just thrown dirt all over the road and were about to race horses. And my child ate a piece of pizza off the cobblestones. Go, child. Go. You are parent of the year at that I point. I was You're parent just, of the year, yeah. yeah. I was wearing that badge with pride. I'm like, yeah, that's my kid. Yeah, that's what she just I did. made that. I, I made that I child. I created that child who just picked up pizza <laughs> off of a cobblestone street and was like, ah, it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But slow motion, fast fast moving. Yes. Those two things. You don't have to worry about slow motion when you're in an Aston Martin. You just have to worry about fast moving. You just have to worry about fast moving. And you moving. don't have to worry, worry because you're going to get there. There's no question. You're going to get there in a hurry. You are going to get there in a hurry. As long as you don't get wedged in, in a street that's too narrow. For or you, you don't get stopped by strangers at the grocery store parking lot talking for 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah, so those are your big your drawbacks. Don't drive it down a narrow cobblestone street that you don't know in Italy and be prepared to have an extra 10 to 15 minutes everywhere you go. Oh, and the infotainment system isn't great. But other than that, I am willing to say that Aston Martins are one of my favorite cars. They are. I remember one of them, and I honestly can't tell you what one was in. It was this beautiful blue color. You were with me. It was in Portland, Oregon. And the seal, the roof of the car was as all leather and it's this beautiful pattern it's not just like and it was all stitched um and they had were we in portland or is that santa monica no it was portland we were in a dbs super leisure together in santa monica a couple years ago it was a while ago bright blue the color of the shirts that we are wearing right now i don't remember the blue one but so they i obviously need to drive a blue one but what they told me is that there is when all the stitching is hand stitched and whatever guy starts hand stitching the car is the guy that finishes hand stitching the car it's one guy that does the stitching and if you actually are someone who knows about this you can look and you can be oh he was a lefty or he was a righty by the way that the stitches look and it is the same guy so if bob starts bob stitches your whole car if mike starts mike's it could be a woman if sally stitches sally stitches (laughs) your whole car equal opportunity but it's one person that does the whole thing and it's 
such a such a craft that you can if you know it you can see whether the person was a lefty or a righty by the way that the stitch is in the card that's, that's what I was told that's what I like about people. not just Aston Martin but like Rolls Royce right when you talk about true craftsmanship and those generations of craftsmen that make those cars and there's families where it's like my grandfather did this my father did this my son did this and they're all working for those automakers and they're like maybe they're the leather cutter maybe they're the designer it's an amazing process to watch these really expensive cars be literally handcrafted right. in ways you don't think about. I mean, we all know that like AMG engines are you know, built by hand or you know, like that sort of thing. You're right. like, okay, whatever. But to think that like somebody actually hand stitched your vehicle is just, it's just something else. Like it, it's just really cool. And it makes it earn its price tag. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's very cool. Yeah. So it's something be- you can't get when you buy, you know, a Toyota or a Nissan or any of those guys. No. As cool as they are, they're not going to hand stitch those seats for you. That is very true. That's very true. Okay, so we talked about price tag. So this, these are the very affordable, you know, two hundred thousand dollar vehicles, three hundred thousand dollar vehicles. I think the DBS Superleger is like over three hundred twenty thousand. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you probably a couple pennies per horsepower for that one. Yes. Um. So what do we have next? What do you have coming up next? You and I are going somewhere together next. We are. We're we're gonna do more EV stuff because it's all EVs. It's EVs, and then we've got I've got. A couple of other things coming up, but then we will. Uh, we have the New York Auto Show coming up. In New York Auto Show is a couple weeks. Yeah, New York Auto Show is coming up, which should be fun. And now mm-hmm. we're going to go get gelato at the New York Auto Show. We are going to go gonna get gelato. You're going to find time. I'm. You're going to find time. I'm like pointing at her. Like, you're, you're literally you're pointing at me from two feet away. We're yeah. going to go get gelato at the New York Auto Show. So I have night. confidence. And you know what? In New York, you can just order it too. Like if it's not there, we can just order it because that's what we. That's what people do, right? That's what people do. Right. right. Um, okay. So let's circle back. Let's do all those things that are are cliches. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk again in a few weeks. All right. See you, people. Bye. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro... Cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.